Hello, Hello tomorrow. welcome back to Tuesday Night Gaming, starring Matt, Jay, CJ, Orochimaru. and Orochimaru. And today we are discussing the season finale of Andor, episode 12. For some reason, it was a 12-episode season. And that's it. No new Stargirl this week, so we can give Andor the send-off it deserves. Aw, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I realized something, you guys, about this that show. That you love this show? No, definitely not. <laughs> the uh, So I was reading a Star Trek book <laughs> about Enterprise. The show, does anyone remember that show, Enterprise? The Star Trek show, Enterprise? I never watched it. Me neither. I uh, only watched it a little bit. Faith in the heart. I was got it, faith it? Yeah. in the heart. Yeah, that was the best part of it. Anyway, so they talked about how in season four, they did... You know, so there was a bit debate in Star Trek between, like, serialized storytelling, which is like the Deep Space Nine approach, which is what we're all used to today, where it's one storyline drawn out over, you know, 10 or 15 or 20 episodes. And then the other Star Trek modes, which was just standalone episodes and the occasional two-parter. And what they did in Enterprise Season 4 is they did kind of a halfway between where they did two or three episode, two or three episode stories, and then it would be a new story. Does that make sense? So they do like mm-hmm. two or three episodes about one plot line, and then there would be a new two or three episode plot line about the same thing. Oh, you guys like so far? Yeah. No. Alana says no, that's okay. So I realized that Andor is kind of like that. Where they had like a three episode arc of him on Ferex, and there was flashbacks. And then they had a three episode of arc of him doing the heist with the Rebels, then they had a three-episode arc of him doing the prison, and the episodes were, like, tangentially related to each other, but not super related to each other. Like, they, they could have pretty much stood alone, and it was it was interesting. And once you kind of thought about it like that, it made... It's a made-for-a-better-viewing experience. Yeah, I saw someone, um, I think, quoting the show creator saying something exactly like that, that they were looking to create kind of separate but related arcs across the season, where each one was kind of its own contained story in a way. So, yeah, yeah, that okay. sounds exactly right. And I think, that the, I think that the show's creator has even come out and said that that was the goal. So Interesting. Um, okay. Well, once you, well, now that I know that, I guess the show is, be- is a little bit better. Like, DJ, we've been joking around about how they never mentioned the sister again. Yep, yep. <laughs> she was in Arc one. <laughs> she was in arc, but she's in arc one. She's not going to be, you know, later on. They're moving on. You know, they're moving on to other stuff. She's going to be in arc one of season two. Oh, quite possibly. By the way, Jay, I won the bet. I don't know if we still care about that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what do I have to get you? What did I you have, have to do? You have to say that I'm an amazing, I'm an amazing detective slash genius. Slash genius. That's right. Let's make sure it's being recorded. Matt is a G- great detective <laughs> and a genius. All right. Mm. There's a bunch of enemies near me. Oh, God. An amazing slash <laughs> genius. Man, I almost shot you because I didn't know you had a Spider-Man skin. Spider-Man, Spider-Man. Well, don't worry, Charlie. No. Good. Uh, yeah, I, I think that that's probably a pretty important characterization of how the show works. Just... uh you know that it's it's kind of intending to do specific things for a few episodes and have specific plot points and then yeah it moves on to something new yeah i definitely didn't expect that going in because i expected it to be like all the other star wars shows yeah it's kind of all related and and they had some through lines like i think that um mon mothma's plot was kind of the same through multiple episodes but Mm -hmm. if you can call it that (laughs) Plot yep. line is generous, but yeah. What? The Mon Mothma arc. The Mon Mothma... <laughs> Mon Mothma hanging out Yep. Yeah. Mon Mothma marriage drama. As it eventually became, yeah. No, yeah. Where's the anime line? Oh, there they are. Yeah. Well, Mon Mothma started out the season with marriage drama. Yeah, ended so. with... Her own and ended with her daughters. Ended with some sneaky play. Maybe. We'll see if it works out for her. I can't imagine it will, but we'll find yeah. out. What? Why would it not? 
Because mm, this show is all about wrong? sacrifice. She's going to try and sacrifice her husband for her daughter, but she's going to end up losing both. Yeah. How is she sacrificing her husband? Well, he sucks, uh, so I no. guess it's not really a sacrifice. <laughs> <laughs> but how is she getting rid of him? Well, she's going to have him go down for gambling debts. Yeah. Mm, yeah. That's how they're going to cover up. Oh, also, like, he wasn't, like, that defensive, so he's probably doing it. No, well, I, I'm pretty sure there's a hint of He was pretty defensive. Him. I think there's... that it was just, he, like, knows that he can't prove that he's innocent, so he's like, whatever, it's not worth having this conversation again. Because it seems like this is a discussion they've had where it's been true before, and so that puts him in an awkward situation of, I can't really tell her she's full of shit, because, like, this has happened before. I wonder if he, uh, <laughs> maybe he actually was doing it. Yeah, I think he was. Possible. Did I mean, all, you he... sequel, all you sequel lovers appreciate this shout out to Canto Bite? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I, I appreciated that it tied together. I mean, he seems like exactly the kind of person we would have seen gambling at the tables in Canto Bite. 100%. I'm pretty sure it's an accurate portrayal on her part of him that uh, I don't think he really works out. I, like, I, I, I think he oh, gambles, but maybe not at that moment, like interior. But he declares his winnings. <laughs> it's all above board. All very above board. You guys ready to get out of here? Uh, yeah. yeah. Oh, wait, there's a let's get that uh, bounty first. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. It, it, I'll, again, it's a little bit weird that they introduce new stuff in the finale, but like what? This thing about the gambling. It's kind of come out, it kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, we know her husband's like a scumbag, but but uh, yeah, that no, I think it hasn't come up. Yeah, but I think that's the whole point. Like, I'm okay with it. Uh, he doesn't seem like that couple... horrible of a scumbag so far. He, like, I don't know. I guess he does because he's like, oh yeah, I don't care about my imperial buddies like doing stuff. Oh, you guys want me to drive? Where are we going to? I, <laughs> I uh, uh, do that wall. And that wall. And that. No, board. definitely the opposite way, ZJ. Turn around. Wait, but what about the board. bounty? Well, the oh, bounty is going to be in the storm. The road. Yeah, you, you can go this way. That's fine. Yeah. Ah. Being a good driver. Um, too. Trying to stay yeah. on the right. All right. Cool. But yeah, no. Uh, yeah, no. I appreciate the fact that because it it does kind of sneak up on you and it makes you understand that. Keep going, Zach. What? All right. Keep going. Keep going. Oh. Um. But Mon has. Go like, to that point things in her back pocket that she can use and like she is a little more conniving she's not just the bureaucratic politician who is at it's the not. mercy of people's lives right ah right. yeah i like the fact that she can just kind of pull things on the whim just like she would have to do for the rebel alliance hmm. interesting pull things on the whim out on the whim, whatever the expression is, uh, yeah. on a on a on whim. a whim, on a whim. I'm not sure, sure that was a whim. That seemed pretty pre-planned to me. Like she thought I... about how to go about this for yeah, a while. But, like, like she, she waited had... until he was in the car, waited until they were after some event where clearly yeah. she could have talked to hundreds of people. And I agree to that. Like, but I'm just saying, like she put it together relatively quick. Right yeah, here? yeah. She came up with something. It's crazy to me though that she came up with something and then. She's like, okay, and now um, what's her name is going to get introduced to that other guy. The daughter? The guy's Le son. Yeah. Layla? Layla. No, Leda. Leda and Kayla or whatever their names are. A lot of Leia sounding names. Oh, yeah. We're um, doing good. We can't. We got to focus. Let's see. Sorry. So we talked about Mon Mothma. Yeah, we talked about Martha. So in the first scene, it shows. Let's go, guys. Where the things can start moving. Uh, it shows Andor going back to Ferex, or no, what's her name? Deidre, Deidre arriving on Ferex. It looks like they're building Gundams. Did you guys notice this? They had like giant things in the sky. No. Oh, I just noticed those. I thought that there were um, hulks of uh, spaceships. That's what I thought yep. they were. But uh, it does kind of remind me of um, what's that? Volskaya. Uh, the map yeah. in yeah in Overwatch yeah yeah I agree I definitely agree so yeah that was funny um we got a ways to go there's probably directly to our left yeah we should try to find a car or something or a kill 
No, we're gonna get caught in the storm, Jack. God damn it. Uh, and then okay, so we we have a the, the next thing I have is we have a lot of screen time on some kid that builds a bomb. So it's we not know some who this kid. kid is. We know who he is. Yeah. His father the was the guy who got yeah. tortured to death by the Emperor. Yeah. The guy who owned the shop with the radio that Bix was using to talk to Stellan. And once again, the Empire pushes too hard and is killed by their own weapons. What are their own weapons? Their own weapons. Uh, Torturing people's parents? Yes. Oh. He should have been like Batman. Honestly, this didn't really seem like a very resounding defeat for the Empire. No, I don't think it was. It wasn't supposed to be. Okay. Yeah. Well, I, I kind of like that because if it was like a yay, we defeated the Empire moment, like that would feel out of place in this show. I agree. They already had it. It was all Donnie. What what happened there? They stole oh, everything. All Donnie. All Donnie. <laughs> yeah, I think I, it was. It, that's a little bit more of a return to the gritty realism of that Andor was intending to be. You know, where they it's not a happy happy ending. Yeah, I see him. Grenade! But also, this whole sequence is really similar to the first three-episode arc, right? Where, with the bombs and the everyone, like, rising up and helping Cassian escape the Cyril and company. Yeah, so it's convenient that uh, Mon does the whole... Ah, um, ah shit! All right, it's over, Johnny. Go oh, ZJ. About the crying. Good job, oh wow, Johnny. number four. Not bad, not bad. That uh, it was convenient that, or not convenient, but it was a uh, smart play that for Mon that actually ends up paying off, considering um, her rival take tries to thinks like he's sniping this information, and uh, we see clearly that the driver was. Um, spying spy. for spying for her rival of all people, not just her rival. I, spying rival? for ISB. Yeah, the Ded, ISB guy for, for Dedra's rival. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah yeah yeah. Her was unclear. Yeah. So we see that specifically it was for him, and uh, so like she gets totally thrown off uh, the scent because of Mon and. Uh, to his detriment. But then we also see that the insider is now fully, fully committed to being in there. Uh when they talk about um Anton Anton oh, what what was his name? Anton Krieger. Yes, thank you. Uh yeah, so they talk about how Anton was fully engaged and how they, they got, got wiped him. out. They're oh, all ho, dead. Ho, happy They're day, still counting happy day. the bodies. Yeah, woohoo. And it's funny. It's not funny, but it's also very interesting about how the, the chief's response to it. Yeah. Like he seems almost out of touch compared to how Dedra is. Not just that, but it's the fact that they don't want to pursue it any further. They just need to make Palpatine complacent. Like just make sure that he is in a happy place yeah i thought that was really interesting and i feel like we've had a couple of times where i'm like oh it's cool that they're showing the limitations of an autocratic system and this yep. is one of them that their goal here is not to make the empire safer at a some at a fundamental level the goal of the person in charge of this organization is to keep emperor palpatine happy <laughs> well, you know what it's like is it's like hitler yeah right? or, or they, stalin yeah, where the government officials would make like military or you know economic decisions, not because they thought it was the best idea, but because the big man wanted them to. Yeah, or like exactly. Elon. <laughs> oh, I can see that. Uh, yeah, but it also harkens back to episode one, where um, they're like, leave it alone. They died on the duty. Don't push the buttons. We don't need them here. We don't need their attention. Make them happy. Tie it up call it a day so it all ties back into yeah you just want to make your bosses happy and uh keep them out of your hair yeah yeah that's the lesson of andor yeah um so andor arrives on ferex we don't see how he comes yeah how he gets to ferex which i thought was kind of yeah i thought that was interesting too that he just shows up 
Um, I guess it's just not the story they wanted to tell, but it did seem like... Yeah. And the only I, reason I thought they would have wanted to talk about it is that, in again, in, in the early episodes on Ferrix, they made a big deal about how Stellan Skarsgård had to like park outside of town, take the bus in... Right. He brought a motorcycle this time. <laughs> it was a yeah. He learned it's like a whole long process, and then this time he's just like, "Yep, there he is." Yep. We did get a shot of that same bus carrying um, Cyril and Ma- what's his name, Mosk Sergeant. Oh, Mosk? Sergeant Sergeant, whatever his name is. Yeah, like M O T T. Sergeant Mott, like like, like the applesauce. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, that sounds right. That definitely sounds right. Anyway, yeah. So I thought that was funny. And they talked about. We already talked about how Krieger is dead. How they got him. Yeah. So are we gonna talk about them switching hats? <laughs> yeah, I didn't get it. Hats. Why were they say? switching hats? Hats. Yeah. They oh, switched hats here. because Who they hats? needed to because uh, that helped their cover. That that was their disguise. Oh. Everyone saw them land wearing their particular hat. So switching hats. Who was to, who? Who's gonna recognize him with a different hat on? That's why. I'm sorry. Who switched hats? Andor. Okay. No. Cyril um... and Mott switch hats on the bus. Yeah, Cyril and the sergeant. I thought that they were just like. Oh, I missed that scene. Oh, I, I like your... writing a note or something. It, it was very subtle. It was like the start of a shot where they're just like. It was cute. They hand each know. other their each other's hats, and they each put them on, yeah. and they don't say a single thing about it. And yeah. I don't, I mean, there must have been a conversation beforehand, but I don't so, know what the conversation was. The The online yeah, types were theorizing that, like, Mott's hat was, like, higher-ranking hat, and so he wanted to, like, and Cyril had been his, like, outranked him when he worked there, right? Hmm. So it was, like, a deference thing, and um, that guy was always really into, like, his uniform. Like, he kept making modifications to it, and then they told him not to. Interesting. That's a good point. Makes sense. I just assumed that they were, that they decided that their hats look better on each other, but <laughs> I like Alana's theory better. I mean, hers make a lot more sense, but mine's cuter. <laughs> they're so in love. So in love. These mushrooms are stressing me out. Why? They're just stop taking they're them. Too big. They're too big. It's too much. Too too big. Big. Uh, oh, we're pretty far away from the. <laughs> we should get to a road. So then we get Hi, to. Frog! Then we get to musical instruments of the future. Yep. Turns out they're pretty it's a similar hyper flute. Yeah, seriously. Emily was excited about that flute. I really like the flute. I mean, think of how many more notes you could play with the more extensions. With three stuff. flutes at a time. You could play three times as many notes. That's right. One flute player takes the place of three flute players. What have we been doing? Pretty flute players out of business. Flute? Or two flute players and a piccoloist. Do you think it's big flute that's we have this technology, but big flute is keeping us down? <laughs> oh, definitely. I mean, it kind of looked like a bass flute. All right, let's go. Yeah, it, I, I did like the different musical instruments. I, I mean, they all looked slightly Star Warsy. It's kind of funny how they're like, we can't just have a flute. We can't just have no. It can't just be a normal flute. A French horn. It's got to be a French horn with weird octagonal. It had to be Scooter Gangified. Uh, fortunately, it was not. Nah, <laughs> Scooter Gangified. I understand that reference. You mean the Moss Vespas? Nah, <laughs> yeah. Our great, our greatest, perhaps our greatest joke. Uh, I, th- I think other people have also. There's definitely, it. we definitely didn't come up with that. Yes, we did. We came no, up we with didn't. it independently. I don't. Uh, yes, we did. Don't take okay, this away. From okay, Pete. I think Campbell. our viewers know that we were the first people to say this. No, time. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying we came up with it independently. Well, I am saying it. Okay. We invented uh, this joke, guys. So, so <laughs> what's your name? Marva has this giant funeral. And yeah. I didn't completely feel like it was earned. Well, hey, so, man. Hey, man. Hey, man. She's Aunt Petunia, okay? She's a big deal. Who? They, Fiona Shaw, the actress. Okay. All right. I think anyway, they, go ahead, DJ. I, I think that, yeah, I, I didn't get the sense. I mean, she's like in her house and they're like, can we find somewhere for her to stay that has heat? And they're like, I don't know. That seems too expensive. And then, <laughs> and then they're like, it oh, that, that's when they, I think, first say the name, the Daughters of Ferrix. Like, she was part of the Daughters of Ferrix, so they might be able to take care of her. So we know that she has con- some connection, but we didn't know that she was the president of the Daughters of Ferrix. That seems like a bigger deal, and like, maybe you know, someone would have taken her in. 
Um, uh, but more like, but at the same time, it's Marvel, so she probably didn't want to be taken. Oh gosh, I did not realize I was in the soup. Wait, hold on, um, hold on, I'm coming. Uh, oh my god, we're so far. Oh away. geez, oh no, the storm. Oh no. Wait, where are, where are you? Oh, there you are. Okay. That save me. Save me. Anyway, so I, I just never got oh. the impression that she was like beloved by the entire town. But I guess is the idea that it's like a small planet, small yes. town, everybody knows each other. Yeah, I didn't that's realize exactly she was actually it. from Ferex. I thought that I assumed that she'd transplanted to I there. agree with that. But Ooh, I mean, you know, none of this is like impossible. It's not like they told us something different. It's just we It's not like they told us everybody hated her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and and we do see like people willing to help her out. We see you know um, Brasso, uh, like going in and like you know taking care of her, and like we see people coming in to take her body and take care of the droid and stuff. So it's like we do get a sense that there's a community, and we got a sense of the community a little bit with the um, the scene earlier where everyone was you know banding together and banging on their pots and you know against the corpos but yeah it it is different from the impression that we got beforehand especially with marva's um you know being um super popular oh, yeah it's just it was a little unexpected but I, is that someone I, I, ahead I of okay us with that. yeah there was someone who landed right ahead of us something that i enjoyed about this episode quite a bit is that there are a bunch of people there you know, on Ferex that they don't and they don't want to be discovered. They don't want anybody to know that they're there. And yet no one disguises themselves even a little bit. Right? Like they don't have they don't big mustaches. Yeah, exactly. All they have is like a hood. And they're like, eh, let's call it a day. Yeah. Yeah. I, we right? were kind of cracking up when we saw Deidre like going through as a local. She just like has her hood up. Oh, the that's enough. Non inconspicuous person in the well, world. To be fair, she's spotted like immediately. Sinta's like, I know this person's. Yeah, it's dumb. Is she supposed to be like a top spy? No, I don't think she's she's not. She's not a spy at all. She's a detective. She's a supervisor. She's a detective initially, and then she becomes a supervisor for the uh... ISB. Yeah, but uh, them imps. The thing is, she's like a desk worker. Yeah, she's. I mean, a supervisor and and a detective. Yeah, no, that makes I sense. Mean, that makes sense. So that that plays into the whole point where it showcases how much more like field work Cyril has over her and how like she really probably should or does need his help. Oh God, she definitely needs someone's help because she was totally ineffectual when she eventually did try to. But even Cyril fight. doesn't disguise himself, right? Yeah, he does. How? Yeah, he changes like, hats. Might recognize yeah. him. I guess he's not. He's not. He's. I guess he's not as concerned about being recognized as everybody else. Right. Yeah. He's there as a in a civilian capacity, so he doesn't need to really worry about it. Yeah. He's only there for one thing and one thing. Andor, of course. No, oh, disguised. the woman. Dad ass. Dad ass. Yeah. The love of his life. What? What? Are you, who's dad ass? What are you guys saying? Deidre. Deidre. Oh yeah. He totally no, wants I, to. Get yeah, I got it. I got it. I, I was gonna. I, I was gonna say. I was just saying that. Uh, Andor himself doesn't disguise himself at all. Yeah. And and what's interesting is that throughout the episode, tons of people recognize him, and they're all like, "Hey, Andor, sorry about your mom." He's like, "You shouldn't." They're all like, "You shouldn't be here." And he says, "Yeah, I know." And then that's the end of the conversation. Yeah. But they all know he's kind of a. They're like, they're we like, don't want to get involved. Yeah, I like it. I'm not the one. So the, the only person who turns him in is the person who he owes money owed money to. Yep. 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 Snitches get stitches. I'm surprised nobody's more like pissed off at him. Why would they be? Because like he sort of indirectly killed that shopkeeper and made Bix disappear. Indirectly, but more directly, the Empire well, is evil. The people don't know that he was the, the Aldani raid. But no they know that they that. I thought that they knew that uh Enemies coming on the they, right, on the right. I don't know. I thought they knew somehow that they were looking for him and connect to the shopkeeper. Guys, pull back. Pull back to the lagoon. They're on the hill. Ah! Ah! Jay's dead! Right next dead. To us. Yeah, I mean everyone so 
the thing is, everyone has already seen. Like, oh, they saved me. <laughs> I, they probably wouldn't move, hold it against say... Andor. So we Mainly... were texting, weren't you? Uh... What? No, <laughs> Sorry, Jay. Go ahead. Um, yeah, they. So with Marva, yes, it's a small town uh, where everybody is an important piece of the foundation. Hence, they get turned into bricks, and then they get put awesome. into the foundation of the entire town so everyone is critical uh everyone does their part in building up and keep maintaining the town uh so that's one two they also know that uh the empire murdered and hung her husband uh same with cassian like yeah that sucks for you that you the empire took away your mom after taking away your dad for doing nothing and so i i've foresee part of the whole reason why the town is like yeah we will keep our mouth shut we don't like we'll support you or at least not rat you out no i don't i don't have a problem with the town not turning Endor in. that makes sense yeah same but and then like with marva i mean they understand that she's alone she's old her husband was murdered by the Empire. Uh, she's a, you know, she's a good orator. I guess so, yeah. It's okay. Who do you see those kind of skills? Are you going for the reboot? There's somebody right next to it. Yeah, so, yeah, we get Deidre, we get the other spy, and we get, and the reason why mostly Deidre is recognized is because she walks around with her inside man, who everyone has already pegged as a spy who right. sits there in a cafe drinking coffee talking into his wrist <laughs> subtle subtlety so, yeah what a super spy um okay so so cyril's there marva marva gives her own eulogy which is interesting yeah well, before we get to that can we talk about val getting there i guess so oh, yeah she just showed up yeah, just, like, everybody shows up. She doesn't even stop what she's doing. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah she, she just beelines it straight there and just like, hey. So it's like, shh, I'm trying to spy on these people. Well, so pay, attention to me. But yeah. pay attention to me, please. Hey, I love you. She's Come like, back. can we talk? And she's like, no, work to do. We ended this relationship on Aldani. That's I right. ditch you then, I'll ditch you now. You were just a warm body. Oh, it was man. cold, and the sheep smelled. I, I get the impression that the relationship yeah, is okay. less important to Cinta than it is to Val. Yeah, really? Really? Very perceptive. You're, you're so yeah, observant. Wow. Mr. Observant over here. All right, mm -hmm. um, I know we should keep moving, though, because we're not very far into the episode. Yeah, we're pretty close. We're all over the place. We're, we're covering a lot of it. Not much else happens. Well, so Marva gives this really long speech. It's so and long, and it's so aggressive. We, Andrew and I were like, why is the Empire not stopping this like 10 minutes earlier? Yeah. Well, uh, it's because, yeah, that's um, because the they guy were told. in charge didn't want to have it done anyway. And yeah. he's like, oh, we're just not going to give them the permit. And she's like, no, give them the permit, draw Andor out. So their kind of hands are tied. Like, this wouldn't have happened if Dedra wasn't getting it doesn't orders. Even, it doesn't even work, right? It yeah. almost works. No, oh, they don't get anywhere close to. Yeah, they do. No, close. they do. Yes, they do. One hundred percent do. Wow. What? Remember drunk. when they go? Um. Or oh, he's there. He's in that spot. Like the person rats him out. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we see him. We see him through our binoculars in that spot. And then they send all these teams to try and root him out from there. He was in there. That was where he was. And he has just moved on by the time they show up. So they're yeah. right behind him. I don't. I think I picked up on that, but yeah, that not up. just that, but the whole point of that whole scenario was to bring Cassian and uh, what do they call them? Uh, access, yeah, access to the planet. Like, so they 100% succeeded in that, they just fumbled the bag when they let a poor kid bomb the hell out of them. <laughs> um, so. Uh, what do you think the writers of the show are trying to tell us with this with this riot scene? And let's just talk about the riot scene. So Marva is like, so Marva, obviously, we're supposed to like Marva, right? She's this well-known actress, blah, blah. She's Cassian's mommy, blah, blah, blah. She basically 
she causes the riot and gets all these people killed. Would that be fair to say? I mean, I know right. the Empire did it, but she encouraged them to attack yes. armed soldiers. Yeah, I think that it was that was her goal. I think she's yeah. like, yeah, we, enough. She wanted to get Ferrix people killed. No, she wanted well, Ferrix people to stand up and fight. And yeah, they don't have the tools to do so right now, but but at least they now have the motivation and the gumption to do it. She's what her argument, I think, is that it's better than not fighting. It's better than letting the Empire just slowly take everything from you. Uh, I'm getting shot at. Did no one drop near me? Where, where near you, buddy? I don't, um, <coughs> I don't know. I just I find it weird that she was like, go fight, 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 fight. And then, you know, they're not prepared. They're not armed. They're fighting all these these soldiers that are way better more equipped than they are and a bunch of them get killed i don't think that's i don't think that's a heroic thing i think that's a bad thing well i'm not going to argue whether or not it's a heroic or a bad thing but that is the whole point is the fact that everyone is fed up with being bullied by oh my god i got an empire that doesn't care about them that are only there for their own purposes, who are completely using them, one for their resources. And I mean, it's clear that they're using them just because they're using her to bring Cassian and um, access there. I mean, so yeah, so it's supposed to be there. It's supposed to be a rousing, rip-roaring, energizing, go-get-em type of speech. But I mean, the whole initial parade, not a parade, but the whole march in right you see how one they start the people are tired of their shit. they wanted it to start at noon they were told to start it at two and they said no we're starting it at noon this is our tradition and then on top of that Um, uh, multiple team members three of them here i will be quiet for a hot second so you can fight um, but yeah, so like the whole march is them showcasing togetherness. They were their bonding and they're pushing against the empire. The the feeling of uh whatchamacall? Uh the fear of tight spaces. What's that word? Claustrophobic. Claustrophobic. Yeah. So like when you see the camera work, it starts off with everyone all across the city coming together, slowly marching in, getting their instruments, pulling in tighter, tighter, tighter. Then they're marching down the street, and then they get, and then the camera pans to the side view of them marching right into and past the camera, so it feels even more condensed, more tight. The tension is building again and again and again. And then it showcases them marching right up into the center, right across from the Imperials. And they are just one mass of people. Like, that. that's the whole point of, like, Marva's emphasis in her speech is to be that, that uh, explosive, like, foundation to the rebel push. And she even becomes, and I like the fact that her stone is the one that smashes Imperials in the face. Yeah. Like, she is the foundation. She's literally one of the bricks in the wall, and she's going to be one of the bricks in the wall. She's literally going to supposed to be a foundation of the city. And then she is now becoming, like, the foundation of the rebel push okay. against the Empire. All right. Um, so was Cassian there entirely to get Bex out? Is that like the only? Is that the reason why he came? Or I think he came because it was his mother's funeral. I think that once he learned that Bix was in prison, his goal changed. Yeah, he didn't okay. know about Bix until after he got there. So he really came for the funeral. Wow, he's so sentimental. What didn't you? No. Wow. The di- I mean, mom, did you hear that? She's, she's <laughs> dead. What does she care? She's not. She's not going to be there. Wow. Yeah. 
That's right. I wonder if he also thought that everyone would be looking for him there, and he wants to find like Luthen again. Access, yeah, he definitely wants to. Find oh him. yeah, maybe that's why. You would never know because he never says anything or shares what he's thinking. Yeah, you have to guess. He's so stoic, so, just so rugged, um, like a good hero. Did you guys notice that Cyril has Hans blaster? Not yeah, Hans I did, exact yeah. blaster, but the same kind. No, yes. I didn't. I noticed yeah. that. It was cool. He holds it up. Ah, and ah, like, guys, help! Ah. Alana, where are you? Ah. God, you're so far away. What happened to you? And I don't I have don't any know. guns. It's on fire. fire. I'm on fire. Do, 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 do. Oh, no, you died, Matt. No, that was me. Oh, no, you died. Die. The reboot card. I, did you guys like how I, there were a lot of damsels? Not like, I didn't, I sarcastically liked how there were multiple damsels in distress that need to be rescued by men. Was Whoa. one of them, was one of them a child? The child? Oh, no, it was Deidre and, um, and Bex. Right? Uh... Like, Deidre was like this badass agent, and then she had Cyril to come rescue her. I think she was an agent. I think she's she was a badass. She's a, a total badass. Well, yeah, but she was a badass who ran a scrap shop. She was a badass in the boardroom. Are you talking about Bix? I was talking about Deidre. Oh, Deidre. Yeah, yeah, she's a badass in the boardroom. Well, I think it shows kind of limitations <laughs> where Deidre yeah. is this like stone cold badass in the boardroom, but when she's in combat, she like literally misses everyone she shoots at and then gets beaten up. Well, and like she was shooting at somebody. Yeah, she pulled out her blaster and was trying to shoot the protesters. Oh, she okay. was the foundation of the stormtroopers. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, no, yeah, she's no, completely incompetent in the field. Yeah, um, that makes sense. That's true to the character, so I don't have a problem with it. I mean, she wears bright white in a... Yeah, well, so, do every, so does every stormtrooper. Yeah, but yep. they're meant to be... They have armor, though. And they're meant to be a visual... Like sight of fear, like she is trying to blend in by putting on a hoodie and <laughs> was still wearing bright white in a town where everyone wears muted colors. Oh, anyways, uh, yeah. So we get that. So yeah. So, um, yeah. So and then, then Bix, yeah. Next, I have the ship escaping with all all of our secondary characters who Andor loves, mm -hmm. including the cat. That we were just introduced to, but I guess you guys knew who he was, so it's fine. Including, yeah, he's been B. showing up since the beginning. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I've never um, noticed him. And B, B the droid. Yeah. You're you're not coming with us, and he promises he'll join them. Instead, he goes and joins the rebellion. Yeah. Well, maybe he does go back. We don't know. No, but B is right. He never does. But he does. He did come back. He came back like multiple times. He comes yeah. back at 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 um inconvenient at times. Yeah, but he <laughs> still always comes back. And he Grown always makes sure to say hello. Um, uh yeah, he did. He said hello to everybody. That's true. Um okay, so and then my Mothma, yeah, we gives the introduction of the kids. We talked about that. And then Andor finds Luthen. I guess he parks in the same spot, and uh, and he, Andor asks to join the rebellion. Yep, and we get a really awesome diving blaster shot from Andor when he shoots the the Death Trooper. Which part was that? Why am I missing stuff? You always what part was that? DJ, huh? DJ, oh, I died. oh, oh! I know what part you're talking about when he's like in some building. Guys, help. Hello? Oh, did you kill yourself or did an enemy kill you? No, I killed me. There's a full team over here. This place crawls, Matt. Why'd you pick it? You know what? No, what? You, you, you guys never pick <laughs> it, and then all you do is criticize, all right? Yep. Shoot a toes. Uh, so when he's breaking in, was it? I forget what. I think it was when he was breaking in to get Bix. He's like sneaking through, and he sees the, the dead guy, the dead snitch on the ground. Do you're right. Where did you left, Matt? Your other left. Oh, that was Lana. Oh. Oh, there's still one up. Um, he sees the dead snitch on the ground, and then he continues through, and then blam, he starts getting shot at, and it's a death trooper walking in. 
Um, oh, the, I don't, I, I don't, I don't remember that part at all. Yeah, and then, um, and then he, oh, he crap, like takes a couple pot shots ah! and then does like well a you. flying to to leap and shoots the guy as he's leaping, and it was a, it was like an action movie move. Well, I definitely didn't see that. Oh, I kind of, I'll kind of remember that. Yeah, Elad, do you want to pick the next spot since you're so critical? No. Okay. Um. Okay. Yeah, I do kind of. Remember. Is that when he was busting out Bix? Is that what you were saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I do remember that. Um. And then we get our. Shall we discuss our stinger? Or our after credit scene? I guess it's not a stinger. Nothing to discuss. Yeah, it was profoundly dumb. I mean, it wasn't oh, dumb. Yeah. It was just like unnecessary, right? Why was that? It was poetic. Are we supposed to be impressed that it, they're making the Death Star? We know they're making the Death Star. It's a no, prequel. it's like, oh, Andor built the means of his own destruction. Woo! Yeah, it's spooky. It's been done. I mean, before. but he was forced to do it. It's not like he. It's not like he's like. Uh, what's yeah, his like, name? It's like Galen Erso. It's like if Ahab was like it. Uh, what's it called? Impressed into the crew of a ship that had to go find the white whale. Yeah. Um. Kind of. Kind of. Uh, th- I did think it was a cool shot, like to kind of see all that stuff lined up and know that the Imperials are trying to sort out what the heck's going wrong. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and I think it makes sense that the Imperials are building the Death Star using literal. It, it does make sense, but it's not like a big revelation. It's not like no. mind bl- uh, my mind was not blown. It was. I, yeah. Remain together. No, it's, yeah, it's supposed to be. Well, I don't know if it's supposed as, to be. as a season stinger. It didn't set up something that I'm excited for next season. It's just like, ah, okay, that's what was happening. It answered Correct. a question that I didn't feel needed to be answered. Correct, I agree. But, but they can't all be worse. So, what was the best? What was the best and the worst of the season? <laughs> <laughs> Wait, before we do this, what do you think of how? So, the scene with the daughter finally meeting gangster son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, initially, it seems like she's happy, and then she gets that little smirk. Do you think she finally realizes, "Oh crap, I'm getting married"? No, I think she says, "Oh, he looks like a nice kid. He looks like he also respects the knot." Or maybe, whatever. maybe she'll finally get laid, and then she won't be so angsty. She's like, I think she's we're gonna weird. get a spin-off she's show like, with her where she's, she's a crime lord. Yeah. It's not a no, cult. It's like the official religion. Of, yeah. Yeah. She's just religious. She's uh, not a, a cult. I don't know. I, okay. That religion was weird then. This is taking forever. Do you guys want to go back to the lobby? Okay. Uh, yeah. Let's all go to the lobby. Yeah, I'm not sure what to make of that of that part. It was ambiguous. I mean, it was it was the only thing that was clear is that Mon Mothma has yielded. Yeah. Um but they at least she's at least starting to go through with it. Right. That's, question, all we, that's all we can really know. So then the question is Did Tay and the gangster have a hand in giving her the idea to do the story of the gambling debts? The what of the gambling debts? The gambling the impression debts. that was her own. Uh, her own. Yeah. Initiative. I would guess so too, but like there's always that hint of. I can't How really see Tay being color. like, hey, have you ever considered incriminating her husband? Well, the other one, the gangster. Yeah, I feel I like know. he would. I feel like she probably just called him and was like, come over tomorrow night. And let's never talk about this again. Until we have to deal with... And he's like, all right, sister Until never discuss this again. No visitation rights for the grandkids. Um... Yeah, I I don't know. I think it was an effective scene. I think it left a lot ambiguous, which the show is good at. Generally, except when it does season-ending tags. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, okay. It's interesting that the husband seems like he's totally fine with the whole thing, too. I was like, yeah, I was wondering yeah. what that conversation was like. Was she like, hey, you want to get our daughter married? And he was like, oh, like we did? sure. It Why worked not? for us. We're happy. Yeah, we're happy. Can you please stop yeah, telling people we're... like gamble away all our fortune? Yeah, we we're like in a completely loveless marriage, but sure, let's get our daughter in the same situation. That seems pretty. Knows it's the for... old way. Yeah. All right. So my my best part, my favorite part uh, from this season was uh, definitely the heist episode. 
it had great action that was never quite matched. Um, good tension. I like the stuff with the Imper- the humanized Imperials. Uh, and the worst part, it was probably the multiple episodes in the prison where they just we watched them build mechanical parts. Or the Mon Mothma plotline, which really felt, again, it had the same repetitive scenes. So those were the two things I didn't like. Alana? What? What was your best and worst of the of Andor season one? I would say... <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, the show didn't focus enough on what I wanted to see, which was Cyril. <laughs> I thought that guy Cyril was Cyril and his mom? Zero and Zero, additional cereal. and more cereal. And, like, Andor himself is not interesting. Like, everyone else is interesting. Less Andor, more of everyone else. I agree. <laughs> I agree. Poor that Andor. was the worst part? Was that there, or the best part was cereal, and the worst part was not enough cereal? Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, I'm going to cause controversy by saying my least favorite part of the season was the serial episodes with his mom. Cause I just had no idea where they were going with it. <laughs> and like the, Oh, he works in a faceless, huge corporation where, you know, he's one cog in a endless series of cubicles. It's like, I've seen that done other places. I've seen it done other ways. Uh-oh. It doesn't feel that interesting to me. I mean, I, I like it. It's just, we don't need to f- focus on it. And we focused quite a lot on how awful his life at home was and how he hates it and how he's sarcastic. And it, it just felt like too much to me. And it, it felt a little out of place in a show that otherwise felt fairly thematically, you know, tight. Um, so anyway, so that was my least favorite. I think my favorite, my favorite singular moment might have been in the prison episodes when um, they've just found out, he and Kino have just found Kino. out. Um, that the um, what's it called? That the uh, that the Imperials are going to keep them there forever, no matter what they do. And um, and he says to Kino again, you know, what she said to him before: How many guards are there on each level? And Kino says, never, um, never more than twelve at the same time. And you know that from that point, just from that line, that he's in. He's he's breaking out. He's using everything at his tools to you know. To do this, and I thought that that was a a cool moment. Uh, like I, we know what's going to happen. We know how it's going to happen vaguely, and Perfect. I thought that that was cool. Anyway, okay, cool. A, a good so. tense moment that was delivered on a heck of a lot of um, previous buildup. I feel so. like that also shows that uh, what's uh, Andy Circus's character has been has thought about escaping, has been paid attention to that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it, it kind of advances his character as well. With yeah. oh, he's this guy who knows quite a bit about it and is considered escaping, but now he's you know just trying to make it to the end. Right. And when that gets pulled out from under him, you know now he's putting he's all his ready. creativity towards getting out. Yeah. So that was great. Cool. All right, Jay. Worst part. Wait, what was your worst part again? Oh, the zero, right? Zero. Zero. Too much zero. The opposite of Alana. <laughs> uh, my favorite part that CJ was uh, pretty on point. Um, it was that that whole section was really good. I like when the doctor comes in and like they're all like, "Oh, oh, damn, oh, yeah." And like the whole scene before where they're doing the sign language, obviously, is yep. pretty great. But it's also like, yeah, yeah. you don't, they're not, no one believes them. Uh, and it ends up being completely accurate. Um, let me think. The other part I, well, since you already used that, I will say my favorite. Part. My favorite part is uh, Luthen's assistant. Like <laughs> every season, Leia? Princess Leia, Princess Clea, Clea. Yeah, yeah. Everything. Every time she's in there, it was really well done. So they have characters named Clea and like Layla, Leda, Leda. God, oh, and, and Tim. Tim, 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 Tim. Best part, names. Worst part, also names. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys go. I'm going to say that, and then 
sure. Uh, worst parts. Hmm. Worst parts were. Not enough whenever Cassian put his shirt on. <laughs> no. uh, yeah. He didn't have his shirt off that much, did he? I know, and that's the worst part. Okay, okay. <laughs> Is Diego Luna shredded? He, he's pretty well. He looks Star Wars has good. never been about cheesecake since episode six. When the cheesecake got fried? No, when um, Princess Leia was in the bikini. When Princess Leia was oh, in the bikini. Right. <laughs> you mean episode three? <laughs> Six. Sorry. Um. All right. And uh, <laughs> and where do we think it ranks among the Star Wars Disney live action shows? I think I would say I would put it above Book of Boba Fett. But below Mandalorian and possibly Obi Wan as well. Mm, well. That's an unpopular opinion. Yeah, and I, I remember kind of busting on the Obi Wan show too. I just, uh, it's just, it's it was just it, the vignettes made it a little disjointed. The main character is boring. Like at least Obi Wan Kenobi, you know who he is and whatever. And I don't know, it just seemed kind of disjointed and. I never really bought into the main character that much. What do you guys think? Um, well, for me personally, I think it was, in my opinion, far and away the best of the sh- Disney live-action shows. I think it had okay. an idea of what it wanted to do and it executed on that very well. I think that the writing and the acting was absolutely a notch above the other shows. Um, I mean, like comparing like the plot, like the writing and the quality of the acting to say Boba Fett, it's just like night and day. Like, yeah. I mean, I think Boba Fett is far and away the worst one, but yeah. Yeah, the worst. And even compared to The Mandalorian for me, there, there were often just times where I'm like, what's happening in this? Like, why is the tone shifting here? Why is, you know, kind of what's trying to figure out what the heck is going on in that show in a way that wasn't good? Whereas the show, if I'm trying to figure out what's going on, it's because the writer's want me to be wondering about these things, I guess. So I felt like it was just better executed. Okay. I, I don't know. So that, that was for me. And I felt like it kept up a tension that made it exciting to watch for me throughout. Okay. So. Sounds good. Alana, Jay? Um, um, go ahead, Alana. Wait, did I already answer? No, I didn't you answer. I was not. just thinking about it in my head as you guys were talking. Wow. Lana, you're in rare form today. How dare you? Oh, guys, I thought I had a good variety of weapons, but I have three shotguns. That sounds like <laughs> a good variety to me. The only thing better than one shotgun is two. The only thing better than two shotguns is three. All right. Uh, you need anything that, I don't know, because, like, okay, I feel like... This is gonna, no, I don't know where I'm going with this. There's no comms officer. <laughs> I feel like this this show, I don't know, it didn't have these same sort of characters we could cling on to in some ways. Especially not Andor. But maybe that'll change in season two. You know, maybe we'll really love Clea. Maybe she'll be ah. in a lot more. Sounds like Jay already does. I mean, she's pretty hot. Uh, she, she's not in the show very much. Nope. A lot of ZJ Diaz would use that chug splash to get shields. Pose. All right, you guys ready to move on to questions of the day, then? No! Wait, whoa! Jay didn't get to go. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Jack. Forever left alone. Um, I'd probably say it's right with my love of Obi-Wan. I thought a lot of ZJ's your points were very, very accurate. Um, yeah, it was very well executed on very specific um, terms. Like, they had a it was the most concise story thought out story, right? And it had like a whole wide gamut of story to it. Like it brought forth a whole different perspective of Star Wars 
that uh, we didn't necessarily get before. We didn't get as much of the Empire's whole situation and what they were doing and the prisoners and like that whole situation of them taking advantage. So like there was a whole lot added to there's a whole team beside us. Don't attack Jay. We're not we don't have ZJ with us. They saw me. They were coming. Yeah, he started shooting now. That's all good. That's no, all they good. already looked at me. They all were forming up. So you you it's tied with Boba with Obi Wan for the best? Yes. Okay. Um yeah. I definitely think it's right up there. Uh, Obi-Wan had a very specific story I wanted to tell as well, and it did that to the best of its ability, and it was very narrow-focused. This one had a more broader focus, but it did it <coughs> extremely well. Okay. I can see that. Um, Cool. All right, good stuff. Well, there is going to be another season, so... Let's, we'll see what it's next for Andor, on Mothma, Cyril, Dedra, Leda. Leda. Go ahead, ZJ. Feel her. Go ahead and get uh, on the storm if you want. Sister. Yeah, no. the, 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 oh yeah, I love right. We already talked about when we went into that with the sister. Yep. Return to Canari. Stellan Skarsgård. Yeah. Oh yeah, he lived through it. We didn't Deidre. think that was going to happen. Yep. We've debated the chances of him living through next season. I placed him at 50-50. Either he will or he won't. Mm, yep. He's going to get killed in the right. power struggle between Mon Mothma and General Dodonna. Yeah, Mon Mothma's going to be like, sorry. Wow, I didn't realize sorry, they were, Lufin, you were fighting. But you're out. Well, he's and clearly not there. And... Mon Mothma's going to be like, we won't be needing you any further. <laughs> I would love that. Uh, what? All right. So Halloween has come and gone, but what's the best candy? Oh, can't. Uh, oh, we already do this. Reese's fast break. Oh yeah, that's correct. <laughs> oh, did we already do it? Damn it! I'm apparently bad at shooting. Uh, yeah, that's all right. The Reese's, Reese's fast Reese's... break. I don't remember talking about that. Egg. Reese's fast break is really good. I feel like we've talked about this at some point. Yeah. I don't know if it was on or off camera. Yeah, right. I think so. Mine was the Reese's pieces egg. Just the egg? What about the pumpkin? Nah, I like the egg better. They're all the same. <laughs> no, there's a different ratio of chocolate to peanut butter. Really? Yes. I want a scientific study. I'm sure there is. Scientific study would show <laughs> that Reese's Fast Break is the best bar. Mm. I do like the Fast Break. That's true. I'm not going to lie. It does sound good. I do like Reese's. I was going to say Reese's, like peanut butter cup or whatever, but I would try that. Reese's... Peanut butter cups are pieces. No. Uh, um, I like peanut butter cup better, but pieces are really good as well. Pieces are nice because they're like a little snacking one. Like you get a little dish of them. A little crunch. Yeah. To your day. Yeah. Sounds like a slogan. Mm. You should work in marketing. Cool. So do we I all should. Agree? Do we all agree about Reese's? I guess so. Reese's fast break. Unanimous. Yeah. Wow. Well, I don't know about the fast break. I'm not weighing in on that, but I'm, I'll trust your guys' judgment. Yeah, I, I'm still sticking with my egg. Okay. What oh, is no, egg? Sorry, that's Reese's Pieces egg. Oh, the Reese's Pieces egg. Okay. Yes, sir. Oh. Everyone said Reese's fast break. Although, <laughs> Sour Patch Kids are pretty fantastic. Boo. Yeah, I don't like the fruity, fruity, sour stuff. But I know people do. It's not my cup of tea. Sometimes. All right, question number two. You know how some institutions have bricks and they have like people give money and then there's a brick and they have their name on it and it shows you like gave money to the institution? You like Marva? So far? No, not like, like Marva. Marva. <laughs> yes, exactly no. like Marva. There's she no, gave her life no, to the institution. There's no dead bodies of it. That we know yeah. of. Yeah, that we that's know right. of. That's right. It's uh but anyway, yeah, that's what made me think of it actually. Actually, that's not true. But anyway, uh, if you if so, if you could have a brick anywhere, where would you put it? Would you have to donate the money to get the brick, or you just nope. have the brick? It's just a free free brick. Free brick. A free brick. Like, yeah, I, I'm donating money on your behalf and your name. Um, where just I want another it? brick in the wall. I feel like yeah. I want it at like a 
War Museum, like um, oh, New England Air Museum. Yeah, like something like that. Uh, someone shot me. I'm dead. Whoa, it's gonna be a real short trip. Yeah, I should. I'm gonna die too. Ah. Oh, I'm getting. I'm. Oh, oh man. God. I landed in water and I died. Well, I, yeah. I, I, it's pretty shallow water. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> I would say I would probably say Renbrook. Renbrick. Renbrook. Renbrook. Hold on, I come down and res me. Uh, hold on, someone's hunting me. They were oh, clever. Wow. All right, Alana, what about you? I don't, I don't know. Uh, I'm thinking. Renbrook <laughs> is my old middle school and summer camp. I don't know. If Pax Unplugged had its own building, and we could put bricks there. <laughs> you say Pax? Yeah, Pax. Okay. Hmm. At the Philadelphia you know, Convention like, Center? I've been to like 10 PAXs. I feel like, like, how did that happen? That's so many. I know people have been to like a lot, but I didn't think it had been that many. Yeah, people have been to more than that. Yeah, I think I'm at 13. I'd put it the house where I grew up. That's where I'd put my brick. Next to my mom, where we threw my mom's ashes. Some place with personal need. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Right where I threw my mom's ashes at our old house. Oh, that's a good one. Alright. You guys ready for the last one? Yeah. All right. Um, it, let's do a, a quick one then, because I'm I'm ready to be done. Uh, if you could remove one form <coughs> of social media from existence, which one would you remove? All of them. We haven't no, we done this only... question before. No, and you can only do one. It. Remove one form of social media. Facebook. Uh, whatever. Currently. Uh, I vote Facebook because it radicalized all of the boomers. <laughs> They'd just be somewhere else if they weren't on Facebook. <laughs> no, nah, they're boomers. They wouldn't figure it out. Um, what's the one that all the conservative, like all the racist assholles are using nowadays? Uh, par parlor? Yeah, yeah parlor. which one? Parlor, parlor Gab. Yeah. I, I thought there was another one. But maybe not. I can't I'm pretty sure there's that. another one. Like Any one of those. Some, I feel like. some eight chance spinoff. Yeah. Any one of those, I guess. Why not? They'll just find another one, but at least it would make their day a little harder. I feel like TikTok because I don't get it and I don't like watching. It is Chinese spyware. That's a good one. Yeah, and like it's it's probably like bad to install anyway. So I recently installed it. Oh no! It's very. I know everything about you, Jay. <sighs> yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Crawl into bed, and then two hours later, I'm like, "What just happened to me?" Oh man, I'm just not a short video person, so I would lose nothing from it. Like, so they're not. If I was like Reddit or Twitter, like I go on those. Yeah, they're not always short videos, though. That's the thing. Some of them go for a while, and you're like, "Wait, why am I still watching the story?" <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch YouTube. Or it tells me ahead of time how much long the video is going to yeah. be. Or you can watch a very short clip of this pig who hits buttons and tells their owner, I want ice cubes. I want ice cubes. Thanks, bitch. Thanks, bitch. <laughs> and just it's multiple things. And just like, you're the best. Ice cube, bitch. <laughs> just doesn't sound appealing to me. It's, it's very slightest. comical. It's a cute little pig yeah, just no, walking around. You, it's cute. It's just not my thing. Or a hairless cat that's wearing a cone and like flipping out. <laughs> There's Wait, a so... lot of weird things on there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, you guys? No, I think that's it. Good question today, Matt. Oh, thanks, buddy. All right. Well, thank you for joining us uh, on Tuesday Night Gaming and for sticking with us through all of Andor. Sticking uh, with? Yeah, that's Enjoying right. Enjoying the ride. <laughs> We will give you will be back next week to continue Stargirl for a couple more weeks. And then Alana, what's after that? Titan season Titan four. Season four. Oh yeah. Something to look forward to. Are or is everyone going to watch the Guardians of the Galaxy 
holiday special? It's all, I not. think it's for 50 minutes long. I'm telling you right now, I'm not watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I will if you want me to for the podcast. No, nah, I don't care. <laughs> you watch what you want to watch. If other people want to watch it, go ahead. But yeah, that ain't me. All right. Yeah, it's fine. All I right. was just curious. All right. And catch us every week at twitch.tv slash mcslanty and group up with us next time. Later, Bye. everybody.